Mic check, mic check, hello. <laughs> um, this is Nathan. Uh, welcome to our first episode this season. We actually had a really, really, really wonderful guest on today. Uh, Isaac Obiyama, a Nigerian, uh, well, half Nigerian kid who is the president of the student body. And we talked about a lot of different things. And I, I really hope you enjoyed this episode because it really has been my favorite episode so far. And I'm not just saying that. I probably will say that as the season goes on, but um, Isaac and us, uh, we discussed some very, very informa- uh, important information regarding uh, student government. We also talked about um, his upbringing, having a Nigerian dad and a, an American mom, and I thought that was really, really important, at least to me it was. Um, you know, we, we touched on a lot of different things. We did not miss out on the Avengers talk, so... You know, all you Avengers fans that you can't get mad at me about that. Um, but yeah, and I, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Um, like I said, the episode before this, we uh, are rebranding. You know, we're talking about a lot of different things this 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 year. So I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, you know, as usual, tweet us at SLWTC or email us or whatever, however way you can reach us. Or, you know, tweet one of the, the members of the podcast and... Uh, Give us your feedback. We're trying to get better as the days go on. Thank you and enjoy. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. New season of our uh, podcast. Uh, today we have a very, very special guest, <laughs> uh, president of the SGA. Um, we've not really had any uh, political, I should say, political podcast yeah. um, interviews yet. So this this is like new right. new, yeah, territory new territory for us. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, but we're currently in a rebrand um, mode. We're trying to redo the entire idea of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we figured we'll get you on. Um, nice. But I can't really do the justice to how amazing you are. So you're going to have to talk oh, about yeah, yourself no, for I'm a little right. bit. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, so my name is Isaac Obiyama. Uh, as I'm sure you know by now if you're clicking on the podcast. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a senior international studies major. I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, and I'm currently serving as the student body president. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Obiyama, Nigerian. Nigerian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My dad is from uh, Abuja State. Okay. Nigeria, yeah. All right. So. I'm from Ghana. He's from Cameroon. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's nice. Fun. Nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how many years here at West Virginia? Uh, Well, yeah, this is my fourth, just starting my fourth year now. Okay. So, yeah, All finishing right. things up here. All right. So when I was doing research, because I wanted this to be a little bit more uh, professional. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when right. I was doing my research, I spent a little bit of time on your uh, Instagram page. Okay, word. Which is popping, Yeah, hey, I way. appreciate that. I tried, <laughs> I tried my best. I tried my it's best. It's pretty good po- uh, Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I noticed that you travel a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any reason to that? Oh, man, I mean, uh, the first time that I actually ever left the country was uh, back in high school. Okay. Um, and I was actually doing a study abroad there uh, first semester in Saragossa, Spain. Okay. Um, and I had, like, never left the country. I didn't speak Spanish at the time, but I went and went to an all-Spanish-speaking high school uh, for a whole semester, learned a little bit of Spanish while I was down there. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I got bit by the travel bug. And, like, after that, I was like, I, there's so much you in the world do I got to see. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad, like, you know, being an immigrant was kind of always encouraging me to see things outside the United States, you know yeah. what I mean? Because there's a whole world oh, out there, yeah. obviously. 
uh, and that's where I fell in love with travel and then fell in love with uh, international studies. Okay. Um, although it's not necessarily what I'm going to end up going into. It probably after I graduate, I'm probably going to be uh, working more in the PR field. But okay. uh, just fell in love with travel, fell in love with the world, and just want to see as much of it as possible. So okay. Yeah. Which which countries have you been to so far? Man, there's a couple. Um, you know, you got, you got Mexico, Canada, uh, Spain, obviously, uh, France. I did just got back from a study abroad in France as mm-hmm. well uh, that I didn't hear in college. Uh, man, Amsterdam, uh, Italy. A lot of European countries, you know, Czech Republic, stuff like that. I'm still, I'm still trying to get back to Africa. That's my, yeah, yeah, that's you the got to. Right I'm, trying, I'm on my dad, man. I'm telling him, I'm like, you gotta take me out there next time. My, uh, my roommate uh, from my freshman and sophomore yeah. year, Oche. I yeah. think you know him. Yeah, yeah. he was, Oche, uh, he was Oche, an EE, I think. Yeah, electrical engineering yeah, he or was. Chemi- uh, computer engineering. No, you're right. Them, it was yeah. uh, computer engineering, but uh, yeah, he's he's out there right now, and uh, I'm trying to trying to get a plane ticket out there soon to go visit. It's just trying to find the time right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to the homeland for sure. Every Nigerian I run into is always like, "You got to go you back. You got to go back home. Yeah, you yeah. got to go back." I'm like, "Of course, I'm trying to get there." Yeah, <laughs> T- tell me something I don't know. But, uh, so yeah. your dad is Nigerian, your mom is American. Yeah, yeah. she's she's okay. white. She's from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, yeah, yeah so. that's white. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's as white as it gets. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, possibly the whitest city <laughs> in the world. Yeah, Salt Lake City. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about so Nigerian dad, um, yeah. American mom. Growing up, how was it like? Was it was it very confusing? I, I yeah. so I, I I'm dating an American girl, right? Oh and, yeah. Uh, we talk extensively about kids, and you know, get right. married someday because that's the plan. Sure. And I always I'm like, damn, if you're gonna raise a kid in like, there's two completely different cultures Absolutely. that you're gonna have to teach this kid. Like, yeah. how was it like growing up? Yeah, man. With, um, that's a good question. I have like a bunch of stories about it, but like, <laughs> I mean, you kind of grow up not necessarily knowing where you fit in, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, um, especially with my dad being African, you know, like I can definitely like, I felt like growing up, I was definitely able to relate more to the African kids and the white kids, whereas like African-American, like that was a kind of a culture that didn't really, that never yeah. really came to my house, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. You kind of live with one foot in the in the black world and one foot in the white, in the white world, world. Uh, which can definitely be an advantage at a lot of times. You kind of are able to bridge that gap between a lot of people, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, it does come with a lot of like trying to figure out where you belong. And uh, I think eventually there comes a point in every biracial person's life where they kind of realize, um, well, I don't want to say that they necessarily uh, have to choose one Pick side, side, but they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they kind of uh, realize that at least for my, in my story, I kind of realize, okay, I am a black man. Like that's what the world sees me as. That's who I am. That's what, that's who I yeah. feel like. Um, and eventually that time comes. So, I mean, that's that kind of came around in high school when I realized that, oh, I am a black man in this mm-hmm. world. Like, that's the reality of the situation, no situation I'm in. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's been it's been great. Like, both my parents very loving. I have a great household that I grew up in. So, you know, it was never like, you know, most of the difficult problems that I ever had were very first world. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were just like minor inconveniences at my best. My Wi-Fi is not working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my Wi-Fi is broken. Xbox got taken away and stuff like yeah. that, you know. But... Um, no, I, I had a loving family growing up that like always like, you know, and, and my mom, which is interesting, my mom was always like very adamant about teaching me the realities of being a black man in this world. It wasn't actually like my dad definitely had a, a hand in that. But I specifically remember one of the biggest, most like impactful moments uh, was when Trayvon Martin got shot um, mm-hmm. a few years back. I remember I was I was coming from lacrosse practice and I was like, you know, you know what, what business does a black dude have playing lacrosse? At this yeah. time, you know what I'm saying? But um the I remember she sat me and my brother down in the car and she's like look like she explained what had happened 
Um, and she said, you know, you guys need to be careful in this world because you guys are black men. You yeah. know, these types of situations can come up. These things could happen to you at any time. And that's that's one of the first times I really realized, like, this is the reality. Yeah. I think that was one of the most Pinnacle. impactful moments for me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So you said brothers. How many siblings? Yeah. Um, so I have a little brother. He just started his freshman year down at Temple. So he's out okay. there in Philly. Um, Ooh, Philly. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous for sure. I'm like, oh, he told me he's going out there. And I'm just like, oh, man. I was going to go to Philly this weekend. No, well, next weekend. But I couldn't go because I got to go down to Raleigh. Oh, yeah. Um, but made in America in Philly. It's crazy. Philly is uh, Philly is something else, especially after the Eagles one, man. Oh, like yeah. after that, yeah, they're in a different energy. Oh, that's, right it's now. a whole different city now, man. <laughs> we, I was out there, me and my little sister. That's my other sibling. I have a younger sister. She just started her freshman year of high school. So, okay. Um, but we were out there. I, I got the chance to take her out to see Beyonce and Jay Z uh, on the run part two. Oh man, oh. Oh, yeah. that was that was something else, man. That was oh. so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't get too late. You know, I had my little sister with me. But I was <laughs> yeah. still like, I was still out there, just like we yeah. got that old school hove, old yeah. school Beyonce, Jay Z. Like it was, uh, it was sounds, good stuff. That sounds fun. Oh, so much fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, um, so through high school and mm-hmm. then West Virginia. Why? Why West Virginia? Was it? Yeah. Because it's close enough. Or? Yeah. Um, choosing West Virginia was actually kind of a, it's an interesting story because. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not even gonna front. Like I never thought I'd end up at West Virginia University. If you had told me that in high school, I'd been like, "You're crazy. What are you? What are you talking about, West Virginia University?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but through my application process, you know, taking into account cost was always a big thing. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, the, you ha- you have to associate cost with education. Yeah. You, you have to take it into account. Um, and West Virginia, obviously, uh, in-state schools in Pennsylvania are extremely expensive. So yeah. you know, the cost. With, with my scholarships and all that, it was actually cheaper for me to go to school here than it was to go to school in Pennsylvania. Um, so, especially even paying out-of-state tuition. Uh, but with that, like, I remember I, I had three schools picked out, and it was either Westchester University, which is, like, right outside of Philly as well, mm-hmm. um, West Virginia University or the University of Utah, where my dad did his undergraduate, because um, I had got, like, some scholarships to go there. But, um, and that's where my mom's family's from, obviously, yeah. like I said. Uh, but after uh, kind of just thinking about it, you know, I went to Westchester toward it. And I just didn't like the energy. It didn't feel like what I wanted out of a college campus. Mm-hmm. University of Utah was going to be expensive, and it was really far away from home, obviously. Even though I had family out there, just, you know, it's not yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when I came to West Virginia University to tour it, uh, I just fell in love with it. Like, going through those hills during the summertime, man. Like, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, I love yeah. this place. Yeah. You, you didn't know, know the cold mean. was going to hit you. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. I did not know those winters were coming, man. If they take me out there during the winter, it would have been a different story. But, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I just fell in love with it immediately after I got here and then went home later that night, just committed online. I was like, this is where I'm going. This is where I got to be. So, Okay. Yeah. So, freshman year, <sighs> yeah. um, where'd you live? Yeah. Which, um, which, which residence? I was uh, Oakland Hall. Okay. Fourth floor... East, I think it was side facing McDonald's. I can't remember which one, uh, east or west. But oh yeah, y'all got the Oakland, got the, yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah, new stuff. That new stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was I was in the first group to live there, so uh, it was it was nice. It was extremely sounds, nice. Sounds yeah, very, very nice. Yeah. And freshman year, were you involved with SGA at all or yeah, um, foreign concept? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, freshman year was actually really rough for me. Like I uh, I remember like I honestly thought about transferring like halfway through freshman year just because I got here and you know like I just kind of struggled to find my place. You know what I mean? Like it's just. Especially like kind of one of those stories too of like being biracial. You're never really sure where you fit in. Um, although I had understood like the realities of being a black person when I was in high school, finding my community here was a whole different story. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, 
But yeah, freshman year was rough. Like I just kind of struggled to find my place on campus. Wanted to leave. Just wasn't happy. Was going through you know the high school breakup, like that type of stuff. Uh, that's that's usually what Plus does it. Was it, it right around uh, homecoming? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably like halfway through first semester. So yeah, not too far off, but. Um, yeah, I was going through a breakup and stuff, and I was like, I just want to get out of here. I was like thinking about trying to go to some other schools, check out some other places. Uh, and then um, Tyler Brewster, who uh, I actually ended up running against for the office of president later, he brought me in. He's like, he was getting signatures because he was running for Senate at the time. And he's like, okay. I was like, hey, yeah, like I thought about getting involved in SGA. I was a, I was a class vice president in high school. I was involved in all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, like come uh, check us out. Like we got a lot of stuff going on. So uh, I showed up, fell in love with it, and like in a matter of weeks, like, Everything that I thought, I, like my plans for like leaving and stuff, completely went away. I was like, "This is my home. I love these people. SJ is like my family. Like I want to stay here." So that's kind of how my that's how my freshman year shook out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My when I moved here, so I'm I'm from Ghana. Like I said, we moved yeah, here sure. when I was in high school, my junior year, hmm. and. So we gotta, got we got to talk beef about who has the best jollof uh, rice, right? Gone, yeah. You know that. I, you know? I mean, I'm not gonna say anything on the air, but <laughs> I side with Nigeria. <laughs> I side with the Nigerians. We gotta end it now. This is where it's over. Um, and I got really lucky. My very first day of school, I had um, I remember I had English, AP English, AP Geo, and AP Chem back to back to back, hmm. and. My AP English class, I walk in, and the teacher was like, hey, this is Nathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Ghana. I'm right. giving you five minutes to ask him whatever you want. So I'm oh, standing yeah. in front of the class. Yeah, first I mean, day. Very first oh, day. Very man. first, like, interaction with right. these people. Right. And, I mean, they asked me some really stupid questions. Oh, they, you always, <laughs> like, you hey, how did you those. get here? Yeah, like, did you, yeah you I swam across yeah. the ocean. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but in that class, I made some friends. Um, so my experience of like being in a completely different place of culture shock wasn't right. uh, that significant, for sure. Um, but in college, you know, you you now you're. I came to college with some of my friends from high school, oh, right. and now you're getting to meet other people. So you have to blend. You branch out, yeah, yeah. and then and blend the friendships. That was hard. Yeah. So I, I understand the. Um, mm-hmm feeling of being lost even though you have people exactly i mean that's 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 totally how it is i had a bunch of people around me you know mm-hmm. but it was just i still couldn't find my place you know? yeah. Uh, yeah totally get it so you started out with international what what was the major again? oh international studies, studies. Yeah. okay what was the plan initially with with freshman year were you gonna like do that and go to law school or yeah um so like freshman year and sophomore year isaac was like super committed to the idea of like politics mm-hmm. and uh uh, I think politics is boring. But yeah. You oh no! Look, no, that's that's the same thing. Like, <laughs> politics, like politics and law. Like I was kind of that student, you okay. know, typical student student leader type person who wants to go to law school, politics, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, and through the series, like through campaigning and stuff, I realized I was like, I do not like politics. I do not like law. I do not like any of this stuff. And yeah. I, I immediately realized I was like, I got to switch it up. Then I got to do something different because if I have to do, you know, politics for the rest of my life, I'm going to be exhausted. And like I used to be like very pro. Uh, like even in high school, I had me and my one friend had a political talk show on our on our morning announcements. Like it was, uh, I was I was involved in politics. Like, yeah. um, but then like as as I kind of got older, I, I I realized that I was focusing way too much on partisanship and not ideology, principle, and yeah, principle and people. Uh, and that kind of came back a little bit through campaigning, where I realized yeah, like a lot of the stuff that I was doing was all just partisan politics. It didn't mean anything, mm-hmm. uh, and I started to see it as more useless. Like it's the real work's being done other places, not yeah. you know, where the politicians are. Uh, and so I decided, you know, like, what I did love about campaigning, though, was talking to people, going out and just, like, 
being in front of people and uh, you know advancing these ideas and stuff like that. And uh, that's when I ended up deciding I'm going to pick up a minor in public relations. Uh, and then like all the dominoes kind of or everything kind of fell into place because uh, I was offered an internship at a at a firm in New York City over. Uh, over the summer, and I was like, "This is perfect. Like, this is great for me." So it all kind of fell into place nicely. So we'll see how the PR world uh, <laughs> see how it treats me. But then, uh, you know, there's always room to change things yeah. up later. So it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, I so I started out as pre pharmacy. <laughs> my story is no funny. Way. I started out pre pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Cheese and I were both pre pharm. He switched out one semester in mm-hmm. to um, business. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stick with this. Right. You know? And it's not that I didn't do well. I mean, I took the PCAT and everything. Like, sure. I, I did. You were good to go. Yeah. yeah. But then we started looking at labor, um, labor statistics and, like, mm. the prediction for the future with pharmacists and stuff. And I'm not discouraging anyone who's in pharmacy oh, school. Oh, yeah, but like, not. I looked at the numbers and I was like, oh, I really think not this is it. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get so, it. So I switched to chem. Kemi, yeah. um, and then I watched an episode of 60 Minutes with Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about batteries, and I was like, this is really interesting. So right. I, I decided to do electrical. Huh. And so I was doing chemical and electrical, but I was, like, switching in and out yeah. so I could balance both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized I don't really want to do any of those things. I'm more of a logistics person, okay. which led me to industrial, which is where I am. Right. So I've been in college. Yeah, like, so you've been bouncing all yeah, over the place. Yeah, way too long. Yeah. How long have um, you been here then? This will be my, this is my seventh year. Fifth year, okay. S- seventh. Seventh. Yeah. So no I was way. gone. I was supposed to graduate in December, um, but I had a co-op right. in Houston, Texas mm-hmm. for half of the first half of this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, now I have two more semesters, but I think every single experience in college has been like a teaching moment. For sure. I don't think... If I had to be a chemical engineer, I hate my job because I worked at a plant Absolutely, that yeah. chemical engineers worked at, and yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, you know. Completely. So, I mean, that's the thing a lot of people figure out too through college. I mean, a lot of people come in and think I got to have that plan, stick mm-hmm. to the plan the whole time, and like a lot of us are all changing things up halfway yeah. through. We're just learning, figuring out what we like and don't like because that's what college is for. That's yeah. why we're all here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been a great experience. So, what what? Did you ever serve as a senator or? No, um, I actually was. So my time in SGA, I started off uh, through the intern program that we have. It's, okay. it's great. Like you basically come in, you get paired up with a mentor or like someone who's established in SGA. Uh, and they kind of you work with them on their projects and kind of like get a feel for what you want to do. Okay. Uh, it's the perfect place for like freshmen and stuff to get involved. Uh, and then I was promoted uh, later to events director for student government. Uh, did, that, that was, did that um, bait? Was that based on like who's in power, or that's like a position that if someone else became president, you wouldn't lose? Oh, uh, it was so like the new that was under Julie Marrow's administration. Okay. So when she came in, they interviewed me and then appointed me to that position. Okay. Shout out to Julie, I met yeah, Julie's, oh, Julie's really nice. Oh, yeah, she's went to high school with her. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Julie, she's yeah. the best. Um, but yeah, she uh, assigned me the position of events director, and uh, it was a new position, so they were like, We don't really have like a layout for this thing but you make it what you want to make it and i'd like to think i did a good job with it we were hosting like fifa tournaments you know uh, yeah i came to one of those yeah did you come to that one yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, we had like fifa tournaments uh basketball shootouts you know we did this thing called the puppy party which was like social for their dogs it wasn't like real crazy impactful stuff but i had a blast planning it you know what yeah. i'm saying mm-hmm. uh and so uh through that like i i finished that job up and then since i was doing my study abroad uh, i realized you know i can't run for a position and i didn't want to like uh, under Blake's administration, Blake ran un- ran unopposed, but um, I didn't really feel like there was like 
any spot for me in that administration at that time. Nothing, no, you know, disrespect to Blake. It just like wasn't my time to be an SGA, yeah. um, especially with my study abroad that I had planned. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's it's just better to take, take a back off. seat. Yeah. So first semester I left and did that study abroad, came back, um, and shout out to Abby too because she like my, my vice president Abby mm-hmm. Yakini. She uh, basically like grinded out and did a lot of like that initial work while I was gone. Uh, basically like assembling the team like I was I was calling in on the phone doing interviews with people like while I was still in France like mm-hmm. uh, it was it was good it was fun but uh she definitely did a lot of the that preliminary work to get us all set up and then I came back and we ran and I you know you know the rest of the story yeah. so and now you're present now I'm present <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah I, I'd, I'd like to think that I've like really taken like the most out of college that I could you know got to do study abroad run for student body president like yeah. I really i West Virginia University has honestly given me a lot of opportunities, and I'm okay. like really thankful for that. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I stu- student government really. I, I don't really know exactly what everyone does. Yeah, I just know once a year, people got to go. You're going to see us outside. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. you're in front of the lair. You're bugging people with oh, your flyers. Oh man, yeah. That's, that's all I know, right? That's, yeah. um, until when we decided to restart the podcast, mm-hmm. it was when I was in Houston. It was towards the last month that I was there, and we're right. like. We kind of they were kind of recording, but mm-hmm. I wasn't here, so it was all in flux. Sure. Um, so when I was coming back, we decided to rebrand, um, and we were talking. About, I was talking to one of my friends, Shane, who mm-hmm. records with us. He's out yeah. of town this week, so oh, he's right. not here. Um, but we were talking about guests. So it was you and Alex who were the first two people that okay. came to mind. Alex yeah. King. Alex King. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause I talk to Alex on Instagram sometimes cause he shoots yeah. beautiful photos. Oh, he's got the, he's, yeah. he's nice with Dude the camera, man. Really nice. So nice. Yeah. I'm he actually, so uh, he shot our, uh, pictures for our <laughs> yeah. campaign stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I saw those. He's the best man. Absolutely. Yeah. So when, when we talked about that, I was like, I really want to talk to you really about, um, what student council does on campus. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people do not know. For sure. Um, I've been to one of the debates in the lair and yeah. like three years ago, maybe, yeah. you know, and you don't really know what's going on. It's yeah, it's yeah, still it's, even with the debates. Like I mean, I hate to be like super critical of the way we do elections, but it seems like the debates have kind of been, yeah. You, people aren't coming to debates to necessarily like feel out what the candidates have to say and make their decision. It's kind of just an opportunity for like us to for different groups to flex their muscles and show how much support they have. That's kind mm-hmm. of what it's become over recent years. I mean, I'm okay. hoping to change that. A lot of what we're doing now is trying to make it so that people aren't necessarily just seeing us during campaign season that it's not like student government's just a bunch of you know nerds who want to get elected and they're gonna yeah. bug us for a week you know during the school year and then disappear like we're really trying to make like at least the priority of our me and abby's administration is to really make sure that we're doing a lot of outreach stuff uh making sure that we're in front of people as much as possible um and like that's the thing is like when people ask what student government does it's a, it's there's a bunch, bunch of different of executives, senators working on a whole bunch of different areas. Like, you know, you got mental health, uh, parking, transportation, college affordability, all these different areas. Um, but that's kind of the, the general gist of what SGA does is being the direct link between the administration and the students, trying to be advocates. And uh, that's kind of the, the main focus, at least for me and Abby. Okay. So what were the platforms that you ran on? Was it? Yeah. Like, what, what were the main platforms that you ran on? Right. Yeah. So we ran... Um, our, the Unity ticket ran on like three different three different platforms. So we had um, student org outreach and involvement, right? So kind of just changing the way that we uh, interact with student orgs so that we're working on things that they want to work on, mm-hmm. um, as well as making changes to the grant process. We allocate like roughly, I think it's like, 
roughly $150,000 every year in uh, grants and allocations to different student orgs for events and uh, okay. you know travel, stuff like that. Uh, so we kind of want to make a little bit of like, or make a few changes there uh, to kind of try and just keep bridging that gap mm -hmm. uh, to maybe allow student orgs to fundraise with SGA funds uh, as well as apply for grants. So we're, we're working on that now. Uh, we also ran on a platform of diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, that's that that was a big priority for me. Yeah. Um, making sure that SGA is inclusive because you know SGA, I think in the past has been relatively diverse, but then it becomes a question of is it inclusive? And like mm -hmm. the the best way that I'm and a lot of people have said this, but uh, diversity is making sure people are invited to the dance, whereas inclusivity is making sure that they're actually Everyone's dancing. dancing exactly. Yeah. yeah, we've all kind of heard that one by now, yeah. but it's uh, that was kind of a priority. You know, because like even within SGA. Um, I noticed that there wasn't a lot of inclusion happening. It was, you know, you had like one group of people that was kind of just, and that's not even to say like, you know, diversity and inclusion of just skin color, you know, it's diversity and inclusion of different ideas, different socioeconomic groups on campus, like all these different groups that weren't really getting involved. It seemed like it was the same group of people that were uh, being involved in all the big things and being involved in anything. Um, so we really wanted to change that as well. And as well as like making or hosting events and initiatives that really promoted diversity and inclusion on campus. Okay. Uh, and then the last thing that we ran on was our student org outreach, or not student org, sorry, um, our community outreach plan. So the biggest thing with that is that, you know, whenever we're talking to people, uh, if I ever ask like any student on campus, hey, what do you think like the biggest issue you face on a day to day is? A lot of times we're hearing like, Quality of roads, uh, parking, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, those things. Like those we tickets all know, come in. Oh, we all, absolutely, man. I've been hit with a couple for sure. Uh, Bro, I, my, my vice president, Abby, she's going to be pissed that I said this, but she, uh, she racked up, I think, $160 yeah, in parking same. tickets I in a semester. The same exact number. Really? Yeah. Oh, last man. fall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was, she was doing numbers. I was like, yeah. they're going to name a parking garage after yeah. you if you yeah. keep doing this. Um, but yeah, like, so those are the big issues that everybody's talking about, right? Uh, but student government can't build a parking garage, right? Yeah. We can't pave a road. If we had the budget, I, we would have done it already, you know? Yeah. Um, but who can do that is city council, you know what I'm saying? So we kind of tried to increase um, increase knowledge about what city council is doing, but also getting students registered to vote in Morgantown so that mm -hmm. they have more power within or more power in their voice to city council. So that's the general spiel general of like what so. we all ran on. Yeah. Okay. The three major, the three pillars we called them, but pillars yeah, yeah. good idea yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, whoever's coming up with these is, that's it's on their shit absolutely <laughs> um so uh through the process mm -hmm. so we talked about the debate a little bit yeah um, sure. we talked about you guys bugging us yeah, outside yeah. the mountain lair yeah absolutely. um i noticed that you shot a video with i want to say mikey or alex mikey yeah mikey, yeah. mikey d who i yeah. follow too he's dude is nice bro that's what <laughs> like that's the thing is like we didn't even i think we paid mikey like fifty dollars to make that video yeah. like it was nothing he like, wanted was, to he wanted to make the yeah. video yeah exactly and like that video was just clean man it like, was I, so nice i gotta man. be real like, I, gotta I watched it two days ago exactly that's <laughs> what i'm saying like i gotta i gotta i gotta just flex for a little bit because yeah. that was like that was a nice video yeah. he went above and beyond like yeah. he he sat down with me and i was like i like i had never really seen any of his stuff before but one of my friends was like hey yeah like this uh this mikey guys you know He's really great with with videos and stuff. He he said he'll shoot something for us, mm -hmm. um, and he honestly didn't even ask us to pay him. Like he was just like, "No, I'll do it for free." But I was like, "No, you." Yeah, After seeing the video, it. I was like, "I yeah, gotta, I give, gotta you give you something. Please <laughs> let me pay you because that was just that was so good." But yeah, um, yeah they they sat. He we sat down. And I was like, "Yeah." So like, this is the vision. I kind of laid out like that script of that mm -hmm. we kind of had talking about talking about yeah, like uh, oh, like I think you're too busy to hear about this, this, yeah. and this. Um, the the whole motive was that we were going to try and make a video that said like oh you're too busy 
but we're also going to give you all this information while saying how yeah, like how busy, busy you are. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you're so busy like, but you're gonna yeah get you're this. like locked in you're gonna get this information <laughs> yeah um but yeah I mean that was like that was dope I, I gotta be honest like I watch it all the time I'm like yeah. this is just a nice video like yeah. we had a lot of fun making it and Mikey's great and I mean yeah. he's off doing like crazy stuff now yeah. with his video work but yeah he's he's pretty nice yeah but I was I was watching that when, mm. the reason I brought that up is that um. Everyone uses Twitter to pass their messages, right? Oh, for sure. Whatever you want to say, you hop on there, you type it, you hit send. It Every, doesn't matter what Everybody's it is. got a platform, yeah. It takes a certain level of genius, I think, to be able to actually get people to stop scrolling and watch or read or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just wanted to know how – because maybe I'm just trying to steal your ideas here. Sure, but, right, we, you right. know, we're in the middle of rebranding, too, yeah. and we're trying to figure out – how do you get people who are scrolling to stop and mm. click this link yeah. to see what it is? You Definitely. know, it's not the name of the guest because people still could not give a fuck. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. people didn't. I mean, people yeah. aren't gonna see Isaac Obiama and be like, "Oh, yeah. I gotta stop." I definitely yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, this is this is gonna be great. Yeah. Like, nah. Um, so why why was it that okay? We're, we're gonna make this video mm. and we're gonna get people to watch it on Instagram and Twitter. Like, why is yeah. it the video and why did you script it the way it was? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that. As far as making a video like that, it was, and and Mikey definitely was a huge help with this because when we sat down to have our conversation about like crafting the video, I was like, he's like, how long do you want it to be? And I was like, oh, maybe a minute. And he's like, no. He's like, 25, 30 seconds. And yeah. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, <laughs> he's like, trust me, no one is going to watch a video that is longer than like 35 seconds. Once you, once you get to that point, you've lost everybody's interest. Mm -hmm. If they're not invested in the topic, then you're going to have, you're not going to be able to reach anybody. Um, and so I was like, all right, cool. Let's shorten it up then. Let's make it like short, sweet to the point. Because mm -hmm. um, basically like, you know, I, I really believed in Unity's ideas and what we were doing. And I was like, okay, well, if we're going to make a video like this that's short, we have the ideas and the information to back it up. The video isn't necessarily to get all of the ideas and messages out there. The point of the video is to get people to come and check out more about your ideas and what you're trying to do. So it's a um, gateway. Exactly. It's that gateway. It's that little taste where they can be like, oh, like, this intrigues me. I'm going to keep going. I mean, that's like, I, I don't, I'm not a marketing major by any means, but that seemed to be the best way to do to it. To market, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, that, that, yeah, that was kind of the whole spiel, making it like as short as just possible. Short enough, but right, good Just enough. short enough with the right amount of information so that people see it, they get intrigued, and then they want to learn more. And I, I think the results kind of spoke for themselves afterwards because we were getting, I was getting tweets from, I remember I saw a tweet that was like, someone like quote tweeted it and shared it and was like, I don't even go to the school, but I want to vote for my man's over here. I was like, I was like this, is, this is nice. This is good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I had like a little thing written here. So yeah, I know sure. I'm staying on track. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so now you're in the fourth year. Yeah. Your term has started as president. Yeah. It's been two weeks already. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like, well, like, it technically hasn't been two weeks yet. We've been at, we've been at it all summer. Okay. Um, so we took office in, I think it's May. Wow. May, June, July. Did you yeah. fly in for that or? Um, this were you on online and you were like, oh, uh, no, FaceTime. No, so, yeah. I'm trying to get out of We were elected in March. Inauguration was. I'm not remembering exactly what, it was, but we've been at it for a couple months now. Okay. I'm not remembering the exact days. We've been at it for a couple months. Um, so me and Abby and our chief of staff Brian Phillips, we stayed out here over the summer. Okay. Um, and we would just go to the SGA offices every day. Where, where's that at? Oh, it's in the mountain layer. Uh, okay. It's right in like the I think it's the student activities wing, right through the Vandalia Lounge. Okay. Um, but we would like come in there every day. We'd like you know we'd, we'd obviously sleep in. It was the summer, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But we would start at, like 11. Um, 
like 11 to 5 roughly every day we'd lock, we'd sit down we'd lock down and we would just grind out all of our ideas and stuff and try and develop plans for the stuff and i think that's something luckily we that puts us at a little bit of an advantage this year because we have a lot of that like basic work done that other administrations didn't start until they got back okay. um but yeah we want to make that a priority because we you know we feel the pressure obviously mm-hmm. we were trying to make this the, I, mean, I see i see the twitter slander yo yeah you see, you see it man yeah we got, I see the we, slander. people want to see us fail so we're uh, <laughs> We're out here trying to make the best of it, but we're, we, we were like, all right, look, like, we got to get to work. Like, we can't be, like, messing around too much over the summer. We still enjoyed ourselves. Like, I took a trip to Colorado. I told you about the yeah. Jay-Z Beyonce concert. Yeah. But, um, you know, aside from that, we're like, we got to get to work. So we just sat down and just threw out all of our ideas, and we've just been working on them ever since. So we have been at it for two weeks. Things have definitely picked up around here since, like, two weeks started. We had our first meeting, and everybody's back and energized, ready to go. But, uh, yeah, we've been at it for a while now, so good yeah it's good um yeah like i was saying i think politics is boring no i dude i totally uh, agree with you um, especially because i think people don't attack your ideas they attack the person oh absolutely and that is i'm a huge free speech guy yeah. so when it comes to like people slandering people for things they say mm-hmm. i think it's like unfair you know mm-hmm. you, people should be it you're creating a slippery slope because of someone's idea whether it's terrible or not you know mm. the moment that person speaks up uh it gives the right of that person being able to speak up to someone else who cannot mm. i don't know if that makes sense i'm kind of getting it yeah. yeah like if person a can speak up that means person b too oh uh, yeah can speak up right? oh for it's, sure you, it's not limited to one group oh yeah totally but yeah. the moment you start limiting it to one group there might be person b who's really a good person and mm. can't speak up anymore oh, because yeah. you're limiting yeah. a certain group no i completely yeah. agree so um that's my that's my spiel yeah. about why I don't like politics for um, sure. But I know Roshan, mm. Rohan, I, I always pronounce it. Roshan, yeah, Roshan, Roshan Daniel. Yeah, he was he was over at engineering, and he, um, I met him a few times. Yeah, and he was he was in student government. Yeah, he was actually yeah. my mentor. Uh, okay. Yeah, he I served. That's another thing that I forgot to bring up about my time in student government. Um, where I like really, really, really fell in love with student government was uh, my time on the Bureau of Finance. So that like budget that I was talking about, the allocations, mm-hmm. um, I did that, which seems like boring stuff. When they were like, when he came up to me, he's like, "Hey, do you want to serve on the uh, Bureau of Finance?" I was like, ah, "I don't know, man. That sounds finance. Too, it, many, too many numbers." Yeah, I was like, "I'm not, I'm not a numbers guy, man. Math is not my strong suit. I don't want to yeah. do that." Um, but he was like, "No, like I think you'd be good at it. I think you should come out and check it out." And you know, as events director, my schedule wasn't like crazy busy so I, had, I was like i guess i have the time to do it why not um and like we basically developed like our own little family there like the og bof is like yeah. that's what we call it i mean they're definitely bofs before us no disrespect to anybody on the BOF before us. <laughs> but you're but, the uh, best so. yeah we're, we're definitely the best bof that ever ever existed yeah, talk your shit talk yeah your shit. exactly but uh jordan nissen dirk's our new treasurer and he's gonna i mean he he worked under roshan with us like okay. he's he's gonna do a great job yeah, I see I see him defending you on Twitter all the time yeah, yeah. which is great yeah, uh, that's what I expect all my friends to yeah, do yeah that's what I'm saying like, <laughs> gotta pull up immediately yeah. on site yeah <laughs> as long as shit's going down like yo pull up and say something um, but uh, so now you know you got a year of, of work to do mm-hmm. um, like you said you have three main pillars that you're working on yeah, and sure. it's I know it's not gonna be easy especially oh, no. with like balancing that in school <sighs> yeah yeah, it's a lot it, of hours. It's that already hit me, in. man. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, like I got hit with assignments. I was like, assignments? What do you, what do you mean assignments? This is crazy. Second week of school. Yeah. Um, so I, I know how crazy everything's gonna do, and and you know, a couple months from now, maybe nine, sure. nine ten months from now, when you're all, you're done with everything, mm-hmm. 
what do you expect the school to look like? You know, I want to get all the politics out of the way. I'm yeah. going to get on the bullshit. Before, yeah, <laughs> let's get the bullshit out of the way before we get into yeah. the real stuff. Um, nah, yeah. Uh, what do I expect the school to look like? I mean, like I said, more diverse and inclusive. That's basically what we ran on. That's the that's the real meat of everything that I've been trying to work on this whole time is um, making sure that every single person, regardless of where they're from, you know, who they are, political affiliations, any of that, like everybody sh- should have a voice. Everybody should be able to have their voice heard. Um, and I hope that at the end of the administration, you know, you always have people that aren't going to like get involved in student government or want to hate on it or whatever. Yeah. But um, I would really hope that at the end of the day, at the end of the at the end of the year, anyways, that most students can say, "Oh yeah, I know what student government is. I know what it does, and I know that that's a place that I can go to have my voice heard mm-hmm. at any time." Um, and I'm hoping that that then translates to a, you know a better university with more people, more ideas just being thrown around. So okay. that's the that's yeah, what I expect okay. at least at the end of the year. That's definitely something that, at least with the podcast, I was hoping. So this this new season that we're rebranding, we're thinking, you know, we're gonna get some educational. I'm using that very loosely. Yeah. But like, people who are doing things that we don't completely understand. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know how Alex gets those shots. Oh, so right. but, but he does it. Yeah, he <laughs> does it. Yeah. Uh, so get people that are doing things that we don't completely understand right. to talk about them, you know, and which is why I got you on here to talk about student government, because I think, like I said, it's very, very important. And it's kind of like an empty thing that you're looking at yeah. from outside, right? Oh, if, for sure. If yeah. you're not talking to someone in it, you don't know what they do. You don't really care till that time when you're voting yeah you know? no yeah um and i mean that's the thing like our voter turnout's extremely low yeah. so it's like so people, people aren't that. even listening people yeah. aren't even li- hearing us <laughs> either. yeah so it's like um so you know i i, I do want to wrap that part of the conversation up yeah definitely before i wrap it up so yeah. i actually googled you oh did you yeah yeah okay so i googled you you know because i want to do my research and just find out as much as i want which i didn't find a lot yeah which this. means you know someone in the fbi was just doing yeah just shit. clearing all my stuff <laughs> yeah exactly um, <laughs> but i found one article yeah, and it was sure. written by the dominion post mm-hmm. but not dominion post daily, daily athenium athenium yeah. yeah um and it was about you getting charged with uh was it like getting your signatures? Oh yeah, the, like the, no, the uh, unethical and unfair practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I wanted to talk about that, bro. Yeah, we can talk about it for sure because <laughs> I don't understand uh, what it meant. Um, yeah. I do like how vague the language is that you could, you know, you could argue it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wanted you to like talk about it because yeah, I found no, it really funny. No, yeah, um, I can give you the breakdown of it for sure. I mean, <laughs> keep in mind, like this is me telling you the story, so okay. like, I'll, so you it's know. biased. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be biased when I tell the story, but uh, you know the. Basically, what had happened? What had happened was, um, <laughs> we uh, we have the signature phase right for mm-hmm. for elections, uh, and kind of give you the abridged version because there's like a lot of nuance and stuff to it. But to get on the ballot, you have to get 500 signatures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we is it per per person running or per like, person running? So a yeah. thousand for you and Abby. Yeah. So me and me and Abby together had to get a thousand signatures, okay. um, and so we. I'm trying to remember where it all started. Back to the beginning. Uh, I went into one classroom, right? I, me and Abby, like, we, we read the elections code. Like, we made our whole team read it. We made everybody memorize stuff about it. We so, were like, so you're not throwing off yeah, the Yeah, because, like, we don't want – we didn't want any problems. We want to just go in there, do what we had to do, leave, get it over with, right? Yeah. Um, so we were collecting signatures, right? Um, and I go to a classroom. Uh, I was under the impression that classrooms were fair game. I didn't see anything in the, in the elections code uh, that said anything about going into classrooms. So – we went in there, or I went in there. Uh, it was my like, I think it was environmental protections course or something like that. I stood in front of everybody and I was like, "Hey, uh, 
yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm running for student body president. Gave him the three pillars, all that stuff. Uh, and I was like, I'm just going to pass around my clipboard. If everybody would, if you feel comfortable signing it, I'd love to have your signature. This is just to get me on the ballot. It's not you voting vote, for me yeah. or anything. Um, so I passed it around, and then like someone recorded me in that classroom doing it and gave it to the uh, uh, elections chair, right? And so later that day, I was invited to another classroom by a professor to do the same thing. Um, and so, you know, I said, hey, I might as well be on my left before they even started class, because it wasn't my class. Yeah. Um, and it, it <clears throat> so then I um, got a phone call. Me and, me and my roommate, Hennick, were heading down to uh, see Black Panther for the second time. It had just, like, come out around that time. So, uh, and I, I get this phone call, and I pick up the phone. It's our elections chair, uh, Lexi, and she's like, um, hey, you know, we found you in violation of the elections code for being in a classroom. Uh, I just need you to get me a list of everybody who's who was in that classroom. Uh, we're just going to remove those signatures from your list. So I was like, all right, cool. I said, and I, when I asked her, I said, you know, uh, what, what's the problem? Because I didn't see anything in the elections code about this. Yeah. And she said, oh, well, it's it's not... It's not. It wasn't a matter of you being in the classroom. It was a matter of you passing your signature board around while the professor was lecturing. Um, and I was like, cool, all right. Uh, hung up the phone. I was like, I'll make sure not to pass my clipboard around while the professor's lecturing <laughs> yeah, in any yeah, other yeah. classrooms. Um, and so, you know, she she uh, she we she we I hung up the phone uh, and I got a text from her as I was like heading into the movie because we were driving when I was talking. Um, and it said like, if you have any other classrooms that or any other uh, incidents of this that you need to report, let me know. And I was like, I texted her back. I was like, I don't have anything else to report, you know, because from the rules that I was given, being in that second classroom, I left before the professor even started class, right? I was gone. So you're um, good. Yeah. So I was good to go. I, at least I thought I was, right? I thought I was, I thought everything even, was so upsetting. Even in the code, it doesn't talk about not passing in class, but now she's made it a rule. Well, yeah, so that's, you could like, be like, all right, that's the rule, absolutely, and I didn't yeah. break it. Because it's definitely the election chair's discretion. Yeah. Like, whatever the election chair says, that's what goes. Um, and there was definitely just some confusion there. I mean, Lexi was a great election chair. It was just, that was like, it was basically a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Um, and so someone actually caught a picture of me in this other classroom too, and I was like, "Where are all these Someone's people? Oh, those people are snitching." But uh, man, that's what I was saying. We were watching our best. Abby, look, I'll tell you real quick. Abby was up at uh, at like I think she was collecting signatures, like a, one of the frat houses or something like that. She was just walking around collecting signatures, and like someone took out their phone and was just recording her doing it. Like I'm telling you, it was like it was getting cutthroat. It was some crazy stuff happening. Um, right, that's what, is that serious? Is that, no, I'm saying people take it that serious. Um, but we, uh, so long story short, right, I uh, texted her nothing more to report. That's, I assumed that everything was good. Um, and so then I texted her later and I said, you know, um, I'd really like to challenge this, uh, this charge of violating the elections code, I'm going to challenge that the judicial yeah. court. Uh, you, don't need, you don't need your opponent like using that in an argument. Oh, too, yeah, yeah, right. You know? um, but so, like, I, uh, we, went, we went to the judicial board or whatever, but before we went in, they said, okay, well, we found out you were in this other classroom. We're also now going to try it, or not try and charge you, but we're looking into charging you with uh, unethical and fair practice, right? And the, the technically, like, the crazy part about it is, like, the technical name of the charge, like, of the unethical thing is unethical and, I might get it wrong, but unethical and unfair practice that tends to corrupt a free and fair election. That's the name of the charge. Oh yeah, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, yeah. that's the name of the charge officially. So um, we, I'm trying to think where, what happened after that. So we went into this hearing, right? They said, we're, gonna, we're looking to charge you that. Um, they found me not guilty of violating the elections code in any way, right? So mm -hmm. I was innocent on that front. 
Um, they did find me guilty of unethical and unfair practice for not disclosing that second uh, mm. location to the elections chair. So that's where it all comes from, right? Okay, okay. I didn't give the elections chair that other classroom, other class, yeah. and that's the issue. So I didn't violate the elections code anywhere. I was well within my right to be in those classrooms. It yeah. was just I didn't disclose all that information, which is still obviously kicking my ass now. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah like that's, that's kind of how it all shook out. Um, yeah. But, you know, people see Isaac Obiyama found guilty of unethical yep. and unfair practice, which is crazy because, like, I'm like, I follow the rules everywhere. <laughs> like, like my friends get on my ass about like turn signaling in the parking lot. Yeah. Like that's that, like I'm following the rules everywhere. everywhere I'm not yeah. I'm not breaking any rules. But yeah, um, yeah it was it kind of sucked. But like at the end of the day, I think people kind of understood. People read the article and were like, okay, like we yeah, see we what happened here. Yeah. We we get what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I apologize to like the election chair. I apologize to Michael Quinlan and all that. I was like, hey guys, look, like I'm sorry that it all shook out like this. This you know, I'm definitely not some dishonest guy who's trying yeah. to. Get sneak around and get like yeah. get a one up on anybody and i mean it didn't give me an advantage by any means you mm-hmm. know it was just we were just out there collecting signatures so yeah. but i mean i mean quinlan was like really understanding he's a good guy so it was okay. yeah i mean everything played out perfectly yeah. it's just like funny because i when i texted you i was like hey yeah. do you want anything off balance which was what i was referring oh yeah to. no no i'm because i don't want you like come on here and then like get like have, yeah, yeah, yeah no no I mean? I'm, I'm totally cool talking about it i mean like I'm all about transparency, honestly. So yeah. I'm like, people should people should know what happened. I mean, people can read the article; it's all mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. yeah, I got good. no beef with it at all. Good. So I know um, when Avengers came out, you were a huge fan, bro. You, I'm a you huge know fan. me. I still I tweet know, about that's what I'm that. Saying. We're that's how we even like linked up on Twitter yeah. to begin with because we we're like, oh, Avengers is coming out. Yeah. We're trading theories and stuff. I hadn't even met. Yeah. Um, uh, what does the rank in your favorite movies of all time? Favorite movies are like superhero movies. See, that's like a good question. Yeah, because well, they're, like, they're very closely intertwined. Yeah, for me. There's right. Definitely like, a lot of superhero movies in my top ten. That top ten. Yeah, yeah. Favorite um, superhero movies. What does it rank? Okay, uh, it, it changes every once in a while, but um, and this is like we'll say like my top. All right, we'll say top ten. Okay. Um, Logan's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. I think Logan was like a masterpiece of a film. Yeah. You got Infinity War, Civil War. Like that when Black Panther shows up, Black Panther is another one. Like I, I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, trying to think, Spider-Man: Homecoming was great. Uh, Marvel was winning all of Marvel. This. Yeah, Marvel really <laughs> takes some wins, man. I mean, DC's made some like they made some. Wonder Woman was great. Wonder Woman is definitely my top ten. Like okay. I throw Wonder Woman out there. But I mean, some, the movies have just been yeah. Batman subpar. versus Superman oh, was disappointing. Man. Like Martha, all problems are solved. Like yeah, right. I'm like, what is this? What is this bullshit? Like he was like, yeah. why did you say that name? I'm like, I'm like what? I'm yeah. like, really? You're about to kill this man, and Over you and, and you just and you just heard the word Martha, and you stop. Like, <laughs> this like you all you have beef on site with uh, yeah. someone. They just say your mother's name, and you're, you're like, like, I'm a chill. Like, oh, hold on. Oh, we're, we're cool now. We're friends. Did you ever see that uh, uh, Teen Titans Go movie? I didn't. They, they it's still a, in theaters. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you gotta yeah. see. They have a whole thing where they make fun of they that. They talk like, about yeah, that. Yeah. I know in the trailers they did make a joke about it, and then they make fun of Deathstroke as Deadpool. And Deadpool, yeah. Which is like phenomenal because I don't even know how they got the rights to that, but that's Bro, hilarious. That's not even. That's not even. A, that's not even it. like there was stuff happening there. I was like, how did they do this? Like, <laughs> how did they get away? Like there is straight up like. Marvel DC jokes. Like Marvel, like is straight. Like it's it's all there. I'm like, gonna I'm gonna check. Like it out. I'm surprised there wasn't a lawsuit because that was like I was like man they're getting away with a lot, a of, lot stuff. of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Favorite favorite album of the year so far. Oh. Before you talk about that, yeah. What's a like a morning like? You wake up in the morning. What's going on? Because when I wake up, yeah. I immediately tell Google to play something. Oh anything. yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I want to know what your morning is like. What's my morning like? Uh, I get up, got to get a shower in. Um, I'm trying to get breakfast. Like that, I'm trying to like get back on eating a good mm-hmm. breakfast. But usually it's like a granola bar on the way out the door. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then I'm trying to think. I got classes, and then in between classes, I'm in the student government office working. Like that's pretty much my my schedule until like seven or eight p.m. when I go home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but album of the year. I'm trying to think what I always have. I mean, I have to confess, I'm not all the way through Nikki's album yet, okay. but I'm really liking. You're it the so first probably. person I've known who's listening to <laughs> it. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not all the way through it. That's yet, progress. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is actually a pretty good album. Like, yeah. I got to put some good. respect on Nikki. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, what else came out this year? Damn. The Cardis came out. Oh. Astro World came out. Astro World, yeah. Scorpion, Kod. Oh. Snap. Uh, what's his name's album came out. Royce album, which is one of my favorites yeah. of the year. Boz just dropped an album like Boz today. Boz dropped today. I'm, I'm only like three songs in. Is it, have you guys heard anything more than that? I've heard only the J. Cole song. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to play it on the drive down Dude, to Raleigh. Every J. Cole and Boz collab. Yeah, is, they've not missed yet. It's phenomenal. They've not. I, yesterday, because we went to go buy these stands yesterday, yeah. and I was talking to him, and I was like, I, they should never make a collab album, only because they're making so many good songs that if they were to sit down to make 12 together, yeah, it may it's not, not going to be good. It's not going to be And good. I don't want them to ruin you, it at no, all. No, because they have a perfect streak. I've never yeah. heard a Boz J. Cole collab that yeah, I did not like. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite is probably uh, Lit. Yeah. Or, uh, Lit was a good song. Night Job, oh, surprisingly, Night Job. is oh, my favorite oh, one. Night Job, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah I love Night Job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, K.O.D. honestly might be my album of the year, okay. which is funny because he dropped He's the album of the year freestyle. He's a huge uh, J. Cole yeah. fan. No, J. Cole, no, J. Cole, J. Cole's <laughs> truth, man. That's the yeah. thing. Like, I've always said the best rappers are storytellers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, those guys that go out there and, like, say something with their music. Yeah. But, I like, I, I was, we were actually, we talk about rap a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him that the best rappers, like you said, are people who could rap. And it feels like you're in a room and it's like a movie. Yes, I completely you agree. You know, like, you're actually in the story. One of my favorite songs of all time is like friend or foe by jay-z mm-hmm. and he's talking about how like he goes up to this guy's room and like he's like oh you're not gonna come sell anything here like this is my block blah blah yeah. blah and you feel like you're just sitting there watching him talk watching to the, guy, the story happen and yeah. that's like the best kind of rap, i agree you know like when people are but yeah we're not gonna get into yeah. my rock i mean that's party. why i love like <laughs> that's why yeah. i love like j cole kendrick those guys that are just like saying something with their music like okay. that's I love it. So, KOD album of the year for you. Yeah, it's probably got to so be far. album of the year so far. Favorite rapper of all time. <sighs> Actually, top five. So, top I could five. like oh, know I where I could rate you in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're going to invite me back yeah. or something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to put Biggie and Pac like, Two up there in the beginning. Like, I feel like they got to be. Yeah. Cole's got to be up there for sure. Okay. Um, Kendrick, style wise, just can't be beat. Mm hmm. Ooh, who gets that number five spot? <laughs> yeah, you're so good. Because I, I know he's going to slander you if you don't say a certain name. I'm, so I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm going through all the rappers that I know right now. I'm just like, oh, snap. Um, See, that's like a tough one. So my top five changes based on the day. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Me and my um, – one. I remember one day in the student government office, me and – I don't know if you know Jihad Dixon. Um me, him, like, Shawnee Warris, we all sat down. Shawnee. Yeah. <laughs> Fun <laughs> guy. <laughs> absolutely. He's the best. And we sat down and we made a bracket okay. of all the rappers that we could think of. Okay. And we did a March Madness-style bracket where we voted, and, like, every single person got one veto, where whatever they say 
when, it was final. Yeah. I'll wait till the final. Oh, <laughs> that, we, that's someone did that, and we ended up having like I think I can't remember where they used it, but I remember someone used it because the thing is, you could veto someone's veto. So oh, I remember I used. But then my, both of you are out. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. I remember I tried to use my veto to advance Chance the rapper past someone else. Chance might be actually my my other fit, number five. Okay. Yeah, Chance is really good, but um. I tried to use mine. I think Jihad was like, nope, I'm vetoing it. And like whoever it was that he was up against went through. And I was like, oh, damn, damn, man. I should have waited. Yeah, <laughs> should've waited. Exactly. Because then you've, then you've blown it. You, can't, you yeah. don't get it back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Chance because that number five spot. Who's, who are you guys? No, I, I, was, I thought he was going to slander you for not saying Jay-Z. No. So like I think top five, I used to be very strict about like who was the best as in like they're great. You know, because yeah. like when my best basketball player is Kobe Bryant. I know Kobe's not better than Jordan, but Kobe is my best. He's your like favorite, favorite player. Yeah. yeah, I guess favorite is a better word. Like, right. he's my favorite to watch. Yeah. Um. So I've learned to understand that everyone's top five is different because everyone's favorites are different. Yeah, absolutely. And that was like something I had to learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I just learned it recently, actually, in Houston, because yeah. I was in Houston and like I went to this uh, brewery. Yeah. And these guys were talking about rap, and I, I, they were talking about like how. Um, UGK is like one of the greatest oh, yeah. groups of all time. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, they had and a couple then, hits. But yeah, like, they I weren't was like, like, I don't know. And then one of the guys was like, are you talking shit on Bun B? And I, <laughs> I completely forgot I was in Houston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the they OG were going to kill B. me. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've learned to understand that, like, because, like, my top five, Ross and Jay are in there. Right. Like, that's off off the rip. Right. Um. Unfortunately, Drake is in there. Yeah, uh, look, I listen man, to I, Drake a lot. Yeah, no, look, I mean, who doesn't listen to Drake though? That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. people like to hate on Drake, but I'm like, you're still gonna listen to his music yeah. when he drops it. Yeah, like I, after the push thing, I was like, damn, I'm not gonna listen to the album. I lied, but yeah, I exactly because he drops some good stuff. Like, like I honestly think I think that uh, oh, uh, nice for what? I honestly think that Lauren Hill sample from X Factor is the best used sample of all time. Like. See, I also think Lauren a Lauren Hill sample is one of the best used, yeah. but it's the song by Fab where he's real once. Yeah. yeah. He he uses the sample so well. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Lauren Hill, but her samples oh, her, like work. you can sample her music for like yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I put it up there with uh I was talking about this with some friends actually the other night, that I put it up there with uh Oh, snap. When uh I mean Hove didn't really sample Forever Young. He kinda like mm -hmm. redid the song, yeah. but um when B.I.G. did, uh, it's like, I'm coming on. That one, yeah. Like, I can't I remember what the song the was. the world to no, Yeah, exactly. I what the song yeah. is, too. Yeah, but I, I can't remember the name of the song, but, like, that sample was used yeah. so beautifully. Yeah. yeah. Even song. Missing You by, I guess he redid it, but, like, Missing You by the police that Puff does for oh, Biggie. Oh, yeah. Uh, missing You. Yeah. Every time so I take. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, man, perfectly used. Perfectly used. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Tell me about it. That, that is... That that is another one of the best samples of all time, but it's kind of hard to figure out where the sample begins and where just using the song yeah begins. begins but. Yeah, yeah. Um, movies or music? Like if I had to pick one, yep, to live with. Oh, dang! Both all all of those both of those things are extremely important. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Man, like my walks to class without music. <laughs> then like, but then I'm like, if I can't see Avengers four, like, oh damn. Um, okay, I'm gonna say movies. 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 Yeah, okay. I would. I would rather have movies forever than if I had to. If you have, if you had a gun to my head 
and you made me pick, I'd have to say movies is probably my. Okay. What about you guys? Uh, I mean, I think music. Yeah, music? mine would be music. Yeah. Okay. I think I could get. Well, I guess you could say that about movies too, but I think I could get the movies from the music. Well, I was gonna say yeah. that you can get the music in the movies. Yeah. So, so I, I guess like, yeah. So it like goes wherever it shows up, I'll just be like, I'll <laughs> savor it. Whenever there's music in a movie. It'll rewind. Yeah. I'll rewind. I'm gonna listen to like the score on the album, on the on the movie. Like. Uh, yeah. Um, books or podcasts? Podcasts. Hmm. All day. Which, yeah. one, which ones do you listen to? Um, so I just started. Um, well, I shouldn't say I just started. I'm. I'm I'm only like a podcast and a half into Pod Save America. Okay. Um, but I think their stuff's pretty good. What's his name? Favreau. Yeah, yeah, John Favreau. Brilliant guy. So yeah. I actually listened to this podcast called Armchair Expect, mm-hmm. uh, Expert by uh, Dax Shepard, yeah. the actor. And he's, it's really good. He gets all these like guests that you wouldn't think he yeah. gets. And he had Favreau on one. Oh, word. And it was he's really, good. really good. Yeah, yeah. Favreau's brilliant. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I started that, but I've also been on like a. Oh, well, for the past like six years, I've been listening to uh, Collider Movie Talk. Okay. Um, Never it's this, heard about Yeah, that. it's a pretty like low key thing. So, what they do is, um, it initially like I've been listening to it before it was even called Collider Movie Talk. It okay. was uh, back when AMC owned it, and it was called AMC Movie Talk. Uh, and I watched it on YouTube back when I was in high school. Uh, okay. And the the show itself was like then bought by Collider, um, and I started listening to like these people, and I was like. That's where I like fell in love with movies in general. Like that's why I probably say movies above uh, music, just because like I love analyzing movies. I love looking into the details of it. Um, Easter eggs. Yeah, Easter eggs. I'll I'll go all day. But then what they ended up doing was when they were back in the AMC days, um, they brought on this guy whose name was John Schnepp, Um, and I was still in Spain at the time watching it. Like you know, and you know when you're struggling with like homesickness and stuff, Mm -hmm. I'd always just put on an episode of AMC Movie Talk. Then they got bought off, or they got bought by Collider. And they gave John Schnepp his own show, which was called Collider Heroes, where which was perfect for me because literally it was all like nerd stuff. Like yeah. it was just like <laughs> it, was com- it was superhero comic books, superhero movies, superhero TV shows. They just talked about it, right? And like I have, I, I just loved it. Like I, I've been listening to it for five years now. But then John Schnepp recently passed away. Um, all right. Over the summer, yeah, yeah. Um, R.I.P. to John Schnepp for sure. But I was just like. That, that, like, hit me pretty hard because I honestly, like, felt like I had lost an old friend. Like, because I had been listening to this guy speak for, like, five five years. Like, he was there from, like, high school all the way up until, like, my senior year of college. Like, that's crazy. The most consistent friendship, I guess. Yeah. Ever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I remember I was, I was in Colorado at the time uh, at a conference when I got, like, when I heard about it. I was like, damn. Like, I, I had to step away for a little bit because I was like, this hit me hard. Like, yeah. But, uh, I mean, either way, it was like. I still listen to the show. Like Collider Heroes is like my favorite thing to listen to. So okay. yeah, so podcasts over books. Podcasts over books. Yeah, um, I mean they're easier. Like you can listen to them on the go yeah. too. I can't read a book while I'm driving. Yeah, like yeah. well, I could. Well, but, you could yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people are out here. Cause, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You got any any questions, P? You've answered. You've asked all the questions I wanted to ask too. So I've just been sitting here listening. I was just like, kind of like thrown in today. He was like, "We're interviewing the student council president." I was like, "Oh, I didn't even get time to research." Right, so yeah. I was like, "All right, apologize." We'll sit back. <laughs> well, we were trying to get the, so over on the fourth floor in Evansville Crossing. Yeah, they got that whole studio set up. Beautiful, is it? I, I haven't even like really taken that close Dude, to look at sh- it. But you I've should check it out. So they have like a. Of a part for VR, well, it's not actually VR, but like oh, they're teaching bro. VR. There's AR over there. There's a podcast or studio booth that you could like rent. Bro, one of my friends just got this nice VR setup. Like it's like a two thousand dollars setup, bro. Like you have, you ever see a what's it called? Uh, Ready Player One. Yes. You seen that? Yes, bro. Like that. It, it, <laughs> when I tell you, like 
I was in there and I was like, I'm not sure I want to come out. That's like, not a good that's thing. That's not a good thing. No, it's not. But I was like, I was thing. like, I was shooting robots. I was like, there's a Google Earth app where you can just fly to wherever. Like, I was like flying around the world. I landed in front of my house and then I flew to Paris. I was like, I don't See, this leave. is dangerous. That's We're what I'm saying. I'm glad stuck. it's not at my this house. This is the Matrix. Bro, <laughs> this is still started at Matrix. If that was at my house, <laughs> you would never see me. Like, yeah. you, I, I would cease to exist as a person. <laughs> none of that. Yeah, so that's that's how we just he just got thrown into this. Yeah, um, for sure. But I want to say thank you yeah, of course. for coming. Um, not anyone would decide to hop on a podcast with a guy that talks about Avengers. With hey, man, look, anybody wants to talk about Avengers, man, that's all day, I'll do it. Yeah, so who's, I, the, who's the other person we're always talking with online about that? It's, it's, uh, so we're, we were in a group chat with uh, Michael yeah. Manswell. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. Michael, Eric, you, and me. Yeah. Um, and that's w- when the movie came out. I think it was like two days later. Yeah. We were like, yo. Because like, like everybody's seen that. Yeah. We finally, like, I was waiting. Like, I think I saw it before you guys did. Yeah, you and did. I just put in the group chat. I was like, oh, <laughs> man. You guys have no clue yeah, what's saw, about to happen. I saw it. Uh, this, I actually saw it premiere night, but I had work the next day. Yeah. So I was like, I can't like talk about this yet. Right. I, I'm pretty sure I saw Avengers five times. So I oh, saw yeah. it once by myself. Which is very, very important. Yeah. I like going to the movies by myself. Okay. Like, I'm that weirdo yeah. that's sitting there with the popcorn by himself laughing. Right. Nah, hey, look, that's all good. Um, so I saw it by myself. I saw it with my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the three other times, I saw one of my friends down in Houston. The two other times was by myself yeah. again. You didn't take your girl so, to see a... She wasn't... So she was back home in West um, Virginia Beach. So she graduated in December. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then she was in Virginia Beach. And then I was in Houston. Right, yeah. So, like... Bro, the schedules was, yeah. weren't really working. No, I, get it. I was taking everybody to see that movie. Like anybody who hadn't seen it, I was like, get in the car. I, I gotta go. bought tickets for my boss. I was like, you have to see this with your husband and your kids. That's what I'm saying. On Friday at 8 p.m. because the tickets to. are bought. That's what I'm <laughs> like, you you got to like. I, I've been like, and basically like the whole like months leading up to Avengers Four, it's just like theories and predictions. Oh, like, that's God. all we're doing. Like, man, I, d- I made so many theories and predictions that bro. were wrong. Oh, I mean. Who would have thought that they would have ended the movie like that? Though? Yeah, like I thought true. maybe like we'd see the snap happen because I, you know, big comic book fan. Yeah, like, so you, I knew the you snap, the snap was coming. coming. Yeah, I was like, the, like if they don't do the snap, like it doesn't work. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe like halfway through the movie, the snap would happen, and then then they'll figure it out. Then they'll figure that's out. That's what I thought. That's what I thought was. That's what happen. I thought too. And then, <laughs> it's like it's like when we got to the end of the movie and the snap happened, I immediately looked at my watch and I was, I was like, like, oh wait, the movie is over. I was like, this movie is supposed to be two and a half hours. Were it like two hours and 10 minutes. Yep. I was like, maybe they can yep. resolve it in 20 minutes, yeah. but the, half the universe is just getting wiped out. So that seems like a pretty quick fix. But man, I, oh yeah. man, I'm, I can't wait for this next oh, one. Yeah, no, they don't even I'm need to drop excited. trailers for it. They don't. Just just they to give us a date and a and time. A name. And a time. Yeah, that's there. it. Just Avengers 4, time, boom. That's it. We don't need to see a trailer. I don't, we don't, no one, it's, it's like, what is it, the third highest grossing film of all time now? Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't need a trailer. We don't need a trailer. We'll, we'll go. We all, we, <laughs> if you end a movie like that, it still grosses that much. Like, yeah. Just, we're, just we're tell gonna, us where to be. I'll be there. Yeah, like, we're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was actually, before this, we're at a class of one. Yeah. So before this, we're actually recording this in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, this this guy I follow on YouTube called Emergency Awesome. And he does, like, videos. I feel on, like I've like, heard, I might have seen a video yeah. or two from them, yeah. I'll, I'll probably tweet one of his videos. But yeah, he was yeah. talking about... Uh, Avengers 4 like predictions for Hawkeye and oh, I was yeah. like glued and I was watching and I didn't realize everyone else in the class had come because I was with my headphones yeah. just like watching it and I lift up my head 
and the class is filled, and right. Dr. Bird is walking, and I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> I, yeah. I saw something on Instagram that was like, why Hawkeye is like, the most powerful Avenger or something like that. And I like, at first I was like, this is some, like, I didn't realize that they were trying to be funny with it. Yeah. Because it was like, uh, it was a bunch of fake quotes from like the directors and they were like, you think we would put Hawkeye in our first movie? He would have killed Thanos on the <laughs> like, And then it was like, it was like, think about it this way, like every single movie that Hawkeye has been in, the Avengers have won. When he's not there, they lose. They lose. And I was like, I was like, like oh, you're right. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was like Ultron and Loki they beat and then they're like if, when Hawkeye doesn't show, show up, up like so apparently Hawkeye's yeah. the key to all of them yeah yeah he is yeah. yes but yeah, um, yeah yeah I was like I was saying thank you very much for doing this yeah of course um We'd love to have you on again sometime. Oh, absolutely, man. Or even co-host a couple episodes with us. Yeah, please. You're, yeah, you're, you're an excellent guest. I'm always down. Um, so yeah, this will be coming out hopefully soon okay cool yeah uh like i said we're in the middle of rebranding so yeah. you know we got we gotta like hold on to some things but yeah. this will be out soon and uh i'll send you the link when it drops so you could check it out gotcha um but yeah thank thank you very much for for joining us i appreciate it uh and we don't we'll stay in touch oh absolutely yeah we'll stay in touch definitely i'm always yeah. gonna come back All right. thank you yeah of course